Amen. Please be seated. Oh, Emma. Yeah, it's you. Hopefully it wasn't a surprise. (laughs) Okay. We love a few games in our house. I thought we'd start with a little game today. Uh, Does everyone know how you play charades? Okay, a few nods. I've got prizes if anybody would like to come and help do charades. I'm going to have to do it myself if no one else is coming up, which won't be so... Comrades, come in. You'll come next. (laughs) Just in case uh, you need an incentive. A group effort. This is good. Okay. If you look in here, pick one of them, have a look with mummy, and then see if you can mime what's in there. I'll give you a clue. It's to do with... Food and drink. Food and drink charades they are. Should we do it together? We should do it together. We could all do it together. So who said soup? Yes, well done. Very good. Would you, like to, would you like to come out and do one, seeing as you got it right? Yay! Thanks, Becky. (laughs) Here we go. See if you can pick one. Oh, no. See what it is. Oh, no. There you go. Oh, very good. It was eating ice cream. That definitely came from over here somewhere. So I think the next volunteer probably needs to come from over here. Oh, Becky! Oh, she doesn't milk and all that kind of thing. Yeah, well done, thank you, David. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, very good, yeah. All those years to generate training are paid off. There is chocolate, David, if you want it. Now, the answer came from over here. Who is that? I think it was Conrad. Oh, Oh, he's going for one from the bottom. Yeah, those throw things. (laughs) It was so hard. (laughs) You picked it. Right. Um... Chips. Chips. It was Pedro. Did you want a chocolate, comrade? You can have your reward. Well done, Pedro. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Down here, someone said it. Bubble gum, that's right. Pedro? <laughs> I'm glad that people are still answering, even if it means you've got to come up. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
anybody who hasn't been up like to come up? Oh, well done, darling, yes. Oh, there's four left. See what you can... Mm. Mm. Let me hold that. You might need your hands. Do this lower down because it's down here, isn't it? Really? Spaghetti. Yes. Who's that? Who said spaghetti at the back? Oh, Becky, would you like to nominate someone? Oh, who was it near you? It can be a group effort. Yeah, come together. Oh, well done. No? No. Have we reached the end of the game? Oh, Steve, I think you've been nominated. Ah, oh, yes, Becky, you could have had one and given oh, no, it to someone else. Just a... <laughs> <Coffee>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Steve, you can oh, get thank you so much. It was coffee, yeah. I was putting the kettle on, I know, and then wiped it. Uh. <laughs> Very good. Well done, everyone. Is there anyone that's really desperate for a turn that would like to come up and do one more charade? I don't want anyone to feel like they've missed out. There are more sweets as well. But, um, anyway. Have you noticed in the co-op how um, Quality Street, Celebrations, Heroes, all these kind of things have started to stack up in the co-op? It must be, we must be on the run-up to Christmas, mustn't we? It starts to get a bit excessive. But it's not just, it's just not just the run up to Christmas that get excessive. I think if you looked in the co-op at any time of year, you might see the shelves bulging with stuff. Um, if you look at something like tea, maybe, do you think tea is tea? You just have a bit of tea in the co-op and everyone's happy. But actually, I quite like Earl Grey, so I'm quite glad that the co-op has Earl Grey. We have um, the normal PG tips for everyone who likes their breakfast tea. Um, I'm quite glad that the co-op has some peppermint tea. My mum likes that, so I like to buy that for her when she comes. Um, there's, quite, there's some new fashionable teas around as well. My sister discovered chai latte tea, which um, is very fashionable these days. And so the co-op has that for her as well now. Um, and then you've got your peppermint tea, perhaps your chamomile tea, your ginger tea for those times when you need some soothing drinks. Decaf. Some people like decaf. And... Um, I went on a course once where there was licorice tea. No, not everyone's cup of tea, definitely not mine. But perhaps the co-op stock a few of them. Keep them by the coconut macaroons, maybe, so for those <laughs> funny tastes. Uh, but that's just flavours, isn't it? Then you've got some people like tea bags, some people like loose tea. And then if you've got tea bags, some people want plastic-free tea bags. We might want organic tea or um, fair trade tea or from a sustainable place kind of tea so actually you've got a huge amount of tea for all oh, value tea because different budgets different ethical um, standpoints different tastes there's a lot of tea isn't there no wonder the shelves are bulging but it's not just the co-op if you came to my house i've got an embarrassing secret if you go in my kitchen 
One of the first cupboards you come to is a cupboard. It's three shelves high. If you're good at maths, you'll be able to work this out. Three shelves high. On each shelf, there are five different types of breakfast cereal. Now, even for a family of five, that's quite a lot of breakfast cereal. It's quite excessive. Uh, we do eat them at different times of day, not just at breakfast. We do cook with some of them, you know. But it is excessive. Uh, we don't need that many. We want that many. And so, therefore, we fill our cupboards with that many. Um, we do expect to have lots of choice, don't we, in the supermarkets uh, where we go. We want to be able to buy particular brands or particular brands I don't want to buy and there are particular brands I do like. And we've all been in the supermarket when there's been a, a little toddler having a massive tantrum because there's a particular sweet or flavour of ice cream or something they really, really wanted that's not in the shop. And maybe it's the same for us. Maybe we quietly have a little sulk. Maybe not quietly. Maybe we rage through the aisles. Who knows? When our favourite wine, our favourite chocolate, our favourite coffee isn't available. And maybe when they are, we kind of stock up, put more in our basket, fill the freezer with an extra few portions or something like that. Uh, we do want choice and we expect to have all these things, don't we? It's, but it's not just food. What about clothes? Sometimes you hear about people who have got so many shoes, you can't even remember what you've got. Or you might have bought a bit too much, um, really nice. You couldn't live without it, kind of sports kit, but now the drawer won't shut. Um, that kind of thing. We, we're terrible for a bargain, isn't it? Somebody extends a bargain and we can't live without it. We need all these things to make us happy, so we fill up our cupboards. And what about toys? How many people have got toys in their bedroom, toys in the lounge? Maybe we've got toys in the garden? Yeah, we have got... <laughs> We've got so many footballs in our garden, I couldn't even tell you how many footballs were in our garden. We've got a lot of stuff, haven't we? Probably more than we need. It was interesting about the toys, though. I don't know if anybody else saw in the news this week, there was a nursery in Bristol that had got rid of all the toys for a month, and instead they'd given the children cardboard boxes, old train tickets... Um, pots and pans for some of this, this is how our childhood was we played with these things and they got rid of them for a month to see what the children thought and at the end of the month the only toy that they asked back was the trains and they said during that month the children would be much more creative much more sociable, played in different places and it had been really good success and one of the researchers said it made them stop and think about who was making those toys, where were they coming from who were they made by? Um, and we know who makes some of our things. The, the tea. The tea is made by the, the, the pickers come, you know, in China, Kenya, uh, India. They pick our tea. Uh, the Weetabix in our cupboard, that's made by the farmers a, a lot more locally, growing the wheat in their fields. Um, our clothes... We've seen pictures of where they're made and who makes them, and they're made by factory workers in Cambodia and Bangladesh and all that kind of thing. We're going to sing a song in a minute about that, but first I'm going to read you a little story. It comes from the Bible. Um, <clears throat> this is a version of a different book, and it's called The Rich Farmer. And if you want to see the picture, you can come up, but I can hold it up. If you've got good eyes, better than mine, you might be able to see here is a rich farmer who's very, he's a farmer, he's very rich. The farmer is rich because the soil is rich and his corn grows faster than anyone else's. He's lucky, isn't he, having that good land? And it grows higher than anyone else's. 
And at harvest time, he has more than anyone else. What a lucky man. This year, he has so much that his old barn can't hold it all, and it is bursting at the seams. No problem, says the farmer. I will pull down my barn and I will build a bigger one. And then next year I'll be rich enough and life will be easy. So he builds a bigger barn. But when the harvest comes again, the new barn is not big enough. The greedy farmer has planted more corn and this time carrots as well. No problem, says the farmer. I will build an even bigger barn. And then next year, I'll be richer still, and then I can really enjoy myself. So he builds a bigger, better barn. But at harvest time, the even bigger, better barn is still not big enough. Again, the farmer has planted too much corn, too many carrots, and he added cabbages this time. (laughs) This time, the farmer says to himself, I will build the biggest the grandest barn ever seen in the whole world. And then I shall be so rich, I will never need to work again. And the barn he built, it reaches up to the sky. When it is finished, the farmer sighs a great big sigh. Tomorrow, he says, I will gather in the harvest and then at last I will begin to enjoy myself. I know I will have a party. But that very night, the farmer dies in his sleep, just like that. The birds eat his corn, the rabbits dig up the carrots, and the cabbages go to seed, and the big barn stands empty, and the rich farmer never does get to enjoy all that money. Poor man. Jesus says, how silly for the man to spend his whole life storing up riches for himself. To God, he was really a very poor man. We can have so much in our country at times, and we can believe that it's ours. We worked for it. It's our stuff. And we can do with it what we want. That's sort of the belief that comes across that we sometimes buy into. But actually, all was created by God. By God. And given to us freely by a wonderful God. It's his. It belongs to him. Let's stand and worship God again in song this morning. Please be seated. We have a wonderful God. Just how wonderful, we sometimes cannot comprehend, we cannot take it in. In the Bible, there is a book called the book of Job, where lots of terrible things happened to one man. And Job thinks this is unfair and unreasonable. And so he comes before God and he says, how can this happen? How dare this happen to me? And he has a real rant at God. And God allows him to. Because terrible things have happened, and it's okay to have a shout and a rant, and to ask why. But then there follows two amazing chapters where God 
says to Job, who are you to come to me and demand why things have happened and that things should be changed? And then he describes all the things that he's created, the things that he knows. And it's just an amazing couple of chapters, if you're able to read them, 38 and 39, I think. But we're going to do a quiz based on this, because during these chapters, God describes all the animals that he makes and that he sees, and he describes the world and he describes the things that he has created. And what I thought would be quite good fun is if we saw some of these passages, some of these verses up on the screen, but there'd be words missing. Mm -hmm. Please stop looking in the Bibles to get the answers. (laughs) Yes, Cheryl, I saw you there with the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay? But, you know, that's good. It's creative, inventive. Um, So what I'm going to do... I'm going to get you into four teams. We're doing it in teams. You're not doing it on your own. So, you know, you can get all your heads together. So four teams. You're sort of in four areas. Oh, Pat, you might have to drift across. So there's sort of one team right at the back. There's a very little team here down the front. And there's sort of... Okay, there's a team at the front here and a team there. Okay, wonderful. I'm going to give each team an envelope... In this envelope, there are lots of pictures, okay? I'm going to show you from the front so you know. There's lots of pictures. So there's a picture of a horse. There's a picture of an eagle. There's some clouds. There's lots of pictures in here. And these pictures correspond with some of the missing words, okay? So, for instance, can we have the first one with the missing words just so so people can see what I'm talking about? Um, It will come up in a minute. Oh, I see this whirring. That often means the computer's thinking, doesn't it? I'm in a bit of a think about whether I'm going to do what Kate wants this morning. Normally I don't. Oh, but today... Oh, that's a song. Today I'm just going to throw in something so she has to keep talking. I don't feel like playing ball. Okay. Okay, so for instance, one of the verses in Job is, Where were you? God says, where were you when I laid the mm, foundations? In here is a picture of some kind of foundations of something. What I'd like you to do is to find the picture you think relates to this. And then one of you, oh, you could hold it up. I was going to say come up. But holding up might be good, actually. Hold that picture up, okay? So, and then we're going to see if you got it right. So I'm going to hand out your envelopes here. Lay them out. Look at your pictures. Oh, do you want the? Yeah, there you go. Look at your pictures, okay? This is the first one, this is, so you can find the picture that relates to this. Where were you when I laid the mm, something's foundation? You've got lots of pictures in there. Horses, clouds, I don't know, storms. It's a bit of lightning and stuff. Not sure. Okay, so, I'm, and then I'm going to count down, of course, because you can't take forever. We haven't got a lot of time. We like our lunch. Okay, so five. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, just they're just taking their time over in there. So, okay. So I'm going to count down to this one. Where were you when I laid the something foundation? Five, four, three, two, one. Hold up your picture. Oh, wonderful. Look, you've all got it right. Where were you when I laid the... Earth's foundation. Okay, so you got the idea. Okay, number two. Let's go for this one. Have you ever given orders to the mm, 
or shown the door in its place? Have you ever given orders to the... mm, Or shown the door in its place? What could it be? What could it be? Five, four, three, two, one. That group at the back, taking your time. Were you copying everyone else? Okay, and the answer is, have you ever given orders to the... Oh, the song. We're going back to the song. <laughs> Have you ever given orders to the... Morning. Well done. You see, you all got that. Okay, next one. Moving to number three. Have you entered the storehouses of the... Mm, or seen the storehouses of the... Mm? It's not the same mm. There's two mm's. There's two different mm's in this one. Have you entered the storehouses of the mm? Or seen the storehouses of the mm? Mm, mm, Five, four, three, two. No one's holding up. One, hold up your two different. Have you entered the storehouses of the mm? Or seen the storehouses of the mm? Okay, so we've got... Are you looking at everyone else's? Okay, we've got... You're holding up four. It's chaos. Okay, we've got snow and we've got hail. We've got some cloud in this one. What are the answers to this? Have you entered the storehouses of the snow or seen the storehouses of the hail? Oh, well done to most of you. Okay, next one. Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain and a path for the... Mm. Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain and a path for the... Mm. Oh, you've all got the same one. And the answer is... Thunderstorm, which is what you've got. It's got lightning on it. Okay, next one, number five. Can you raise your voice to the... Mm, and cover yourself with a flood of water? Interesting. Can you raise your voice to the mm and cover yourself with a flood of water? Five, four, three, two, one. You've all got clouds. Wonderful. Okay, number six. Next one. Do you hunt the prey for the mm and satisfy the hunger of the lions? Mm. Five, four, three. Two, one. Oh, interesting. You've all got you've all got a bird there. Okay. What's the answer? Lioness. Oh, oh. Do you like it when you'll get it wrong? Okay. Number seven. Next one. Do you know where the mm-mm give birth? Do you know where the mm-mm give birth? Do you do you know where the mm-mm give birth? Mountain goats. Wonderful. Okay, number eight. Who let the mm-mm go free? Who untied its ropes? Who let the mm-mm go free? Who untied its ropes? Five, four, three, two, one. I can't see. Oh, you've got a horse. You've got a... You've got a wild donkey. The answer is wild donkey. Are you looking at the Bible? Okay, 
Number nine. Do you give the mm, its strength or clothe its neck with a flowing mane? Five, four, three, two, one. Did everyone see that? You would have known, wouldn't you? Flowing mane. Horse, horse is correct. Okay. Next one. Have another one. We've got another one? Yes. Does the mm take flight by your wisdom and spread its wings towards the south? Ooh, what could that be? You'll know that you've probably only got two left. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, we've got a difference of opinion. Oh, you're going for two. The answer is just the hawk. The hawk is the smaller one in the picture. And so the final one must be, does the eagle... Well done. Who got 11 out of 11? Yay! Are you sure? I thought there was one you all got wrong. 10 out of 11. Oh, well done. Give yourselves a round of applause. You did very well. You did very well. I thought it was a very hard quiz that I devised myself. Very tricky. Very tricky. There are so many things that we know so little about in the world. We like to think we know a lot, because there's been a lot of science and there's been a lot of investigation, but we only scratch the surface. Last night, I watched a programme about undiscovered parts of the world, places that no human had been to. There's so many of them around the world that we know nothing about. There are animals that have been undiscovered yet. There are places we have never, ever been to and never, ever will be to that were created with just as much effort as the things that we see every day. And yet no one will ever see them. But God has done that because God is a God who loves and gives generously again and again and again. Every morning we see new things that God has provided for us. And every day we use and we eat and we moan about things that God has given us without asking for anything in return because God loves us and he gives and he gives and he gives and he's given enough resources for the whole world. And yet we know that there are not enough resources for the whole world because there is part of the world that takes and takes and takes and another part that has hardly anything to live on. And so at Harvest we come together and we recognise that actually it's not ours. What we have is not ours, but it is God's. And our role is not to take for ourselves so that we have enough and then give if we've got any left. But our role is to receive freely and to give freely as God himself does. In the book of 1 Timothy, it says this, For we brought nothing into the world, and we take nothing out of it. We brought nothing in. We take nothing away with us. But while we're here, God gives us what we need. And so we recognise that today. We thank God for that today. But we also recognise 
that we take more than we need often. And we're not as free to give as God would long us to be. In a moment, we're going to sing and take up our offering, which this morning is food items for Food Bank, an opportunity to give something of what we have for those who have very, very little. I invite you during the song to come up and bring your stuff and put it on the table. And after you've done that, when everyone's sat down during the song again, or stood up in their places, there will be a monetary offering, which will go around for Food Bank as well, if those of you who've been unable to bring uh, goods or want to give money as well. But first of all, we're just going to pause before we do that. And before God, in a small time of, of quiet, we're going to think about how we have used the resources that God has given to us. And then we're going to ask forgiveness for the things that we do that maybe aren't as generous as they could be. So let's pause for a moment. Think about all that we have and also all that we give. Father, we do thank you, as Emma spoke earlier, about the choice that we have, about the variety that there is. We thank you that there are shops down the road where we can go and buy things. We thank you that there are places that we can choose, not only food, but things to wear, things to have to enjoy. We thank you for those things that do bring us joy. Those things that we do delight in. But Lord, we're very aware that things are not equal in the world that you've created. We're very aware that we've grown up in a system that longs for us to have more and more and more. And to build barns if we have nowhere to store that more and more and more. Lord, help us as your people to be different to this in the way we see what we have, in the way we handle what has been given to us, in the way we share the things that we have around us. Forgive us, Lord, where we have been selfish, where we have tried to take because we have wanted, even when we don't need. Help us, Lord, to be wise with the things you've entrusted to us and help us to be those who follow your example of freely giving to others, not expecting anything in return. Challenge our hearts and minds this week, Lord, as we go about all the things we do, as we look at the things that we have and as we interact with other people. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand to sing. And as we do, as we start singing, I invite you to bring up your offering of goods for Food Bank and then the offering bags will go round as well. Let's stand together. Mm -hmm. 